There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. The opinion line on Cork's 96 FM. So as I said yesterday, when we were talking about prices in restaurants and the price of food going out and eating out and all of that, it all started when there was a, a receipt, a picture of a receipt put up on a Facebook page and sent on to us for someone who had tea and toast. Now, tea and toast, okay? What would you expect to pay for tea and toast in a cafe? Uh, two cups of tea, three twenty, okay? And four slices of toast... Times one euro fifty. Six euro. So one fifty for a slice of toast. That started a whole discussion. And people were sending us an examples yesterday of the cost of things. We quoted an article written by JP McMahon, who's a chef and a restaurateur and an author, runs a couple of places in the west of Ireland, and he was saying that the most insulting thing you can say to the restaurant sector at this stage is to accuse them of price gouging. And we chatted about it with Paul Trevo in Killarney yesterday, but JP joins me now. And JP, I know it's a cafe and not a restaurant, but surely there's nothing to justify one fifty for a slice of flipping toast. Good morning. Hey, I don't know. I suppose that you'd have to, I suppose, look at the, at the restaurant, at the cafe's costs. I mean... I suppose the biggest difficulty around around why the toast is one fifty is not so much related to the, the 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 cost of the piece of bread. It's the it's the the staff costs or the energy costs. Um, they're two of the of the biggest ones. And also, say for example, the vat. So uh, the vat will will go on the on the piece of toast. Whether that that's thirteen percent. Um, but I mean, the staff costs have gone up at least twenty five percent since COVID. And 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 most people advocate for restaurants uh, chefs to get better paid and uh, that's the general narrative in the media that the uh, the sector is is uh, accused of not paying people enough and i suppose sometimes i think it's it's kind of like you can't have it both ways and i'm not saying i don't know this cafe so i'm just saying that but uh, but I think that wanting better wages and cheaper food doesn't equate because the only way the restaurant gets money is to charge for for it well minimum wage or a euro or two above it it's where yes. most people would expect. When you're going to start in a restaurant, you expect to start yes, a minimum wage. And you expect to work yes, up, to, up to a couple of euros over, oh, at least. 
Yeah, 100%. But the thing is, if a euro goes on minimum wage, then that's like, that's the government giving the person on minimum wage a raise. And what that does is that then every other staff member wants a raise because that person got an extra euro. So what it actually does is, over time, and this has happened to the last two minimum wages, is that everyone in the kitchen starts to get more money. And then all of a sudden, um, you, your wages have gone up. Like, I mean, the, 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 the the best wage percent for a restaurant is about 30%. Ours runs somewhere between 37 and 45 at the moment. And 45 is not sustainable. So, and 37 is all, like, it's not great. But I, we cannot get back to the days when I opened in 2008, we, our wage percentage was 27, which is remarkably good. Now, that's for our restaurant. I mean, for a fast food establishment, the, the wages might be less. But it's, it's, there, there are a lot of hidden costs that make that toast uh, 150 and you've got the... There's another um, one came in, JP, and this is my personal observation as a person who's lucky yes. enough because I'm well paid. I'm lucky enough to be yeah. able to eat out semi-regularly at least with my family. Yeah. And, and I don't take dessert. I usually have another drink or something, but my son loves a bit of dessert. Desserts are an outrageous price. So we got a, a text here yesterday from someone who wanted a bit of hot apple tart and cream and they were charged 90 cents for the cream. Like, I, I what's th- the story I think that's there? Reasonable. Ah, come I think that's, in- for I think that's entirely... For a 100%. scoop of cream. For a scoop of cream. You, I mean, you're in... You're, the person who's in sitting in an establishment and that establishment is getting heated, that establishment has been uh, put together. I mean, the last time we fitted out a cafe, it was €150,000 to fit that cafe out. So when someone comes in with a tea bag and asks for hot water, and I say, well, it's 150 for hot water. Of course, I'm not talking about that the water is going to is, is going to cost me 150. It's the cost of running the restaurant. And the problem is, is that people are isolating food on a receipt and not putting it into context. And the context is, what is the rent of that establishment? How many staff have they got? And that was my only point. It's mm-hmm. that sometimes, sometimes restaurants do uh, charge too much. Absolutely, in tourist traps and all sorts of other places. But by and large, and I've been in, in the restaurant business like 15 years as an owner and 30 years as a, as a chef. Like, restaurants are not making vast profits. I mean, yes, there's one or two that are probably multinationals uh, that I won't name. But other than that, like, I mean, what we do in the restaurant is we make sure that we have enough money to pay our suppliers, that we pay our staff, and we pay our bills. And there's very little left out of that. There's a couple of percent. I mean, and you would be lucky to get three to five percent return. And that is not how someone runs like a oh, smartphone company or a ninety cents. Company. Ninety cents for a scoop of cream on a piece of apple pie. I think that's entirely reasonable. So I mean, Explain that's, that. break I, that. Please break that down to me, JP. Please break that well, down to me. So usually, so usually, if the cream was to say, usually, if you're charging ninety cents, that means something needs to cost you about twenty five. You need to either treble or quadruple your prices to to um, to uh, to stay in business, and that's that's a very low markup. When you think of a, if you buy a, a top um, in a, in a clothing store, that's usually marked up at a thousand percent, which means that it might have cost six euro to make, but then you're being charged sixty euro to buy that top. But no one's sending in pictures of tops or pictures of sunglasses. Sunglasses is a great example. Sunglasses are, are cost next to nothing, but then people spend 20, 30, 200 quid on them. But no one's sending, is anyone sending in receipts for any other sector? So why is it that we think we're being overcharged in regard to food, but not in the whole, in the whole, in relation to the whole rest of society? That, well, the that's reason, my only the reason being, JP, with regard to the food, we know how much 
it costs. And I know there are many you, things. You, 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 you let, don't. Let me, let me, let me Pe- make the point. Let me make the point. Let me make just, the point. Just, just for a second. People don't know the cost of food. They base it on the supermarket. That's, well, all, that's people's only... Let me only make the point. Because, well, well, here's the thing, JP. That is where, and with, with due respect, I'm enjoying this conversation. That is where most of my listeners buy everything that's in their fridge and their larder. So let, what, us, come, 100%. let us come back to the scoop of cream. You buy a pint of cream in little Aldi super value for whatever it might be two yes. euro you pay for that. You you whip that up in the kitchen by whatever means you yes. you'll get an awful lot of scoops out of that. Now if you're if you're going to charge ninety cents per scoop of cream on a two euro pint of cream, which I know that restaurants are buying on a discount because they're buying in bulk, that's a lot of profit on a scoop of cream. It- Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. There is not a lot of profit in, 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 in food. And actually in dairy, there's the least amount of profit because the, the, the cost of dairy is, is so little. So I, I don't, I mean, the point is, is, they, is that when you open an establishment, it costs a lot of money to open that establishment. And it's not like going into Little Aldi, bringing home your cream and whipping it. You have staff who whip that. So someone is whipping that cream for you, who's bringing it down on a plate that has been purchased and is dropping it at your table. And then they're cleaning that and they're bringing that to the KP. There's another person that's going to wash that. That's energy to run. Like, I, I just, I mean, I, I, I mean, I, I'm always like, I think it's funny that people think that they're being overcharged in restaurants. And that's not to say, as I said, that there are people, that there are restaurants gouging, particularly say in tourist traps or in places where like festivals or that. But by and large, uh, restaurants are in the, in the business of, of keeping the customer happy mm. and, and hospitality. And okay. if you're not happy, if you're not happy that you've been charged the 90 cent, then, well, then don't go back to the restaurant. To be fair, and I'll give you this much, um, and th- there's, there's a t- this is a two-way street. I'm, I'm not actually fighting with you. I'm just discussing what you like a bunch. No, I'm only, I suppose, I'll accept that the little, whatever you use, I think they call them guns to whip the cream. Whatever you use, be it a food processor or a gun or whatever you use to whip the I know that that probably costs two and a half times as much as it did last year just to whip me a drop of cream. I admit that. 
Yes. Oh, no. And, and look, I'm not just saying that it's very expensive to serve people food in Ireland. And the restaurant is not in control of that. All the restaurant is in control of is, is, is the product that it buys. So it's saying, like, if I want, like, local artisan cream from the farmer, well, that's more expensive. If I want bulk cream, then I can buy that. But that's all it's in, char- all it's in charge of. And if I charge 50 cent for a scoop of cream and then I look at my accounts at the end of the year and go, do you know what? I have to, I have to, I have to raise money somewhere. Usually... It's, it's on things like that. Because sometimes the food is marked up very little, like a, like a steak. There's a very bad markup on steak yeah. uh, because the beef is very expensive. But then, say, the potato dish is usually ones that people can isolate and go, Do you know what, they're charging an awful lot for their potatoes. But that is where the restaurant needs to make its money because it's the same in the, in the supermarket when you have lost yeah. leaders because they'll sell their chicken for nothing but then the pasta would be very expensive would you would you accept though that and it's again it's an observation i'm just a punter i'm you know yeah. i'm lucky enough and i stress that i'm lucky enough to be able to eat out semi regularly with my family would you accept yeah. that the dessert is a nice handy way to subsidize the rest of the menu the dessert is like if if you get people to eat dessert, it is a good way to bring to bring your spend per head up uh, up a little more. But not everyone has dessert, and so but desserts are getting more expensive because dairy is getting more expensive. And I never thought I'd see a dessert over ten euro, and I saw a dessert for twelve euro in Dublin uh, a couple of days ago. But I think I I don't I think that's expensive. But I I I understand the reality of it. Mm. Our desserts somewhere go between somewhere between seven fifty and nine fifty, and I'm. I'm loads to put them over 10 and I didn't I said yeah. we think we put, because I don't want to break 10 but soon enough I'll have to break 10 because what I, I the way Ireland is going is towards the Scandinavian model where you have higher wages in the hospitality industry and it's more expensive and I've been lucky enough to go to Copenhagen many times and Copenhagen makes Ireland look cheap well, I'll give you, I'll and, grant you that. I'll grant you that. And, and that's where, and that's where we're going. And so we kind of have, because so many of us go to Spain, we have this impression that we want, that we want food, the price of food to be like our Spain or Italy or well, France. Well, let's make but a comparison just, there. I, I, yes. here's, I've, 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 I've longed for the opportunity to put this to someone. So I'm, I'll be on holidays in, in, in the summertime in Spain and I'll sit down and I'll have myself a, a, a nice little bit of steak, a couple of spuds, a bit of veg, glass of wine, bit of sauce, whatever, that dish will probably send me back per portion and I'll be, be pushing the boat out at fifteen ninety nine. Now, it'll cost oh, me treble that here. Explain the 100%. difference to me, JP. Like the, 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 the primary difference is, uh, is on the wages. And I've had friends that have gone to Spain. So you can expect, as a chef in Spain, to get about €250 Euro a week approximately and if you're very good maybe 350 and if you're the head chef you might get 500 so you might get two grand a month um chefs in ireland get paid uh, even the minimum wage which is what about 11 something at the moment so the minimum wages for 40 hours is, is over 500 so you're already talking about double the wages that, uh, that you'd see in spain and that's only at the base level mm. so that's why Spanish food is cheaper and it's why 300 quid in spain, spain they go spain. a lot faster a lot further than 500 that's, quid here but that Hundred percent, and that's why we love to go to eat in Spain, but we don't like to go and work in Spain because I've had many chefs. Even one chef that went to Portugal, and he said he doesn't know how people survive because he said the rent is the same price in Dublin and Lisbon, but the wages are two hundred fifty euro a week. And he says I don't know how people how people live in that. So, like, it's just it's a very restaurants are not an easy game, and I always think that if I if I was charged ninety cent for cream, but I had a very nice experience, it wouldn't bother me. But if I went into a cafe and it was not clean, 
and things were and the, the, the I didn't have good service and then I was charged 20 cent then I wouldn't be happy so I always think it's the experience that you're paying for not just the food mm. and then you have to see it in, in context so to the people who have been sending in screen grabs and receipts and their own quotes here to me since I mentioned your, your piece yesterday morning and we chatted with Paul Trevo who we chatted with because I know Paul better and I've been in his restaurant more often say that I've been in yours and and like you say to people is it insulting to be sending me in Look, those prices? I, I don't I, insulting is a very strong word I think it's that you've got to like pull back a little and have and have a dialogue because we're not, sometimes we're not very good at talking about food in Ireland. Like and whether that's because of the famine or colonization or a whole host of other things. And we only have this recent in the last 20 or 30 years, this restaurant culture or cafe culture that has emerged. And I think I, I would always say no more than I'm doing with you. I mean, restaurateurs should be able to talk to their customers. So if you feel that this has been charged too much, I think a restaurateur should be able to say, this is why I'm charging you that. And also, we cannot um, uh, knock restaurants for making a profit only because that is the system that mm. we are in. I mean, every business has to make a profit or it doesn't stay um, afloat. And as much as my accountant gives out to me, for spending too much money on premium products and saying you have to buy cheaper ones. And I go, well, I'm in the business of food, not in the business of making money. That's what I always say to them. And I'm not saying that's the, that's the philosophy of every restaurateur. Mm -hmm. But I think you can see when you walk into an establishment and if you think these guys are in the business of food or if you think, do you know what, these guys are in the business to make a quick buck and a lot of money, then I think then you make your own decisions, you know. Give us the name of your places just so people traveling to that part of the world might come and say hello. We have uh, Cava Bodega, which is a casual tapas bar, and then we have a near, which is a Michelin star restaurant, which is not cheap. <laughs> so just well, well when you say uh, a Michelin star, to be fair, to be fair, JP, uh, naive and all as I might be, I certainly wouldn't sit in a Michelin star and expect to pay a tenner for my steak. I certainly wouldn't. No, well, look, we have look. Even I know in the context, and I always say it to my customers: we use the same produce in Cava and in a near, and you'll pay twice as much in a near. And the reason for that. It's because I have twice as many staff. So I have four chefs that can feed 200 people in Cava and I have eight chefs that can feed 30 people in an ear. And I say, that's why it's more expensive. You're paying for the labor. Okay. And if you don't need to pay for the labor, then I don't know. I always say to people, get a takeaway. And, and be happy. Like, I love all food. So I'm never one to say that it, it needs to be well, expensive. Th there's also context. And I, only last week or the week before, JP, you'll enjoy this. I was talking to, to Sarah Lucy and she works for a chain of restaurants and nightclubs in Miami. And they deal with a lot of top-end celebs as their clientele. And she was telling me about a steak. The steak is a thousand dollars, and the baked spud that goes next to it is one hundred and twenty dollars, and they go through yeah. about seventy or eighty of them a night. So we're we're kind of doing all right here, to be fair. And I again, I would I would say that's borderline daft, and so I even have my limit when when someone wraps a steak in gold and says that seven hundred is pound sterling, I'd say, well, they can have it. I I, I love food, but I ain't paying for something wrapped in gold. JP, pleasure to talk to you. Thank you. Enjoyed that conversation. That's JP Mc, JP McMahon, restaurateur and chef. So ninety cents for a scoop, and I know I'm pulling that headline out of it now. That's what I do. Ninety cents for a scoop of cream. He reckons. Think about how much work and effort and energy and cost went into giving you that scoop of cream. And don't be thinking, I can go to Super Value, 
I can get a pint of cream, I can whip it up, and I get a lot of scoops out of it. Don't be thinking for a second that that's the profit margin he's making on the cream. Or anything like it. 0818969696. So, now the floor is open to you again. Do you still stand over the idea that we're being ripped off? Kate says there should be a place that markets itself on basic good service and it would be packed. People often don't go eating when they go out because they're afraid of a big shock with the bill. Rip off Ireland. We're being robbed. 3.20 for a pot of tea in Costa, says Bernie. Turkey and ham, 13.50 in East Avenue, Killarney. Uh, that's very good value, I have to say. Between 18 and 19 in restaurants in Bandon. I'm sure if you ask staff in the restaurants if their wages have gone up, well, there's the thing. I'm sure maybe they haven't. Went out for breakfast in Mahon Point with my two-year-old daughter. I asked for a kid's egg and toast. Was asked how many eggs. I said one egg and one slice of toast. They charged me seven fifty. That's six euro for an egg, says Brenda. Courts 96 FM.